You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately. And I'm here to tell you my secret. Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before, and we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right. 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to OK Sis Podcast. Hi, sisters. I'm Maddie. And I'm Scout. And we are sisters IRL. I'm the older one. Yes, Scout. We know. Here at OK Sis, we believe women are multifaceted. Which is why you can expect sisterly banter on a wide range of topics, such as pop culture, our entrepreneurial journeys, and mental health routines. We promise it'll be informative. And silly. As long as you don't get too loud, Mads. Welcome to the sisterhood. Goodbye and I choke. Try to walk away and I stumble. Though I try to hide it, it's clear. Manas and you are not here. Goodbye and I choke. Try to walk away and I stumble. Though I try to hide it, it's clear. Those <laughs> and you are not here. Okay, I gotta turn the music down. I hope, I don't know how I sounded there because I'm not a singer like my sister is. Um, Hi sisters, it's Scout. Happy Monday and welcome back to OKSIS Podcast. You just get me on the mic today. I kicked Mads off. Well, that's not exactly accurate. I'm literally, it's Sunday, the day before this goes live. I am recording this in the car, so I was jamming out to Macy Gray. Um, 
her song, I Try, it just always comes back to me. Like I just, for the last like couple years, I always put it on because I feel like the, I don't know, there's an emotion behind it. Um, doesn't have anything to do with my life, but it just, it just gets me. You know what I mean? So I was playing the song and I thought, you know what, let me just sing. Let me just have a little singing moment to kick off this episode. Um, if you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? I definitely uh, cut out me singing because um, I probably listened back and I was like, oof. But anyways, I'm in the car. It's Sunday. I'm going to my friend's baby shower. I got Lily in the back seat. I'm sure if a police officer drove past me, he'd be very confused why there is a mic in my mouth while in my mouth (laughs) while I'm driving. But you know what? This is kind of my favorite part about podcasting. It's my favorite part about OKSIS podcast. I know so many podcasters take their podcast so seriously and they have an editorial calendar and things scripted out and it's much more of a professional show and while I admire that and Mads and I get into that sometimes when we interview people that we really admire there's also an element of OKSIS podcast that's on the fly on the go present uh very in the moment (laughs) very like let's see what comes out of our mouth today and that energy makes me happy because I feel like in today's curated world it's nice to just have a little refreshing space where we can listen to things that we have no fucking clue what's about to happen like every episode of okay's podcast when it's either my sister and me together or it's one of us solo it's it's a gamble of what's going to come out it's usually a wide range of emotions so for anyone who is new here hi welcome i am scout i am the older sister and the co-host of okay's podcast i usually record with my sister mads who is my younger sister um but you are getting a unique episode with just me. So if you are new, there is a catalog of episodes that you can go listen to. I think we've got like, is it over 200 or is it? Oh, there's a cop guys. One minute, one minute. Oh, that's not a cop. That's just a fucking motorcycle. Don't you hate that when you're driving and you're like, you see a motorcycle and you're just like cop. Nope. Nope. Just a motorcycle. Also, don't worry, sisters. I'm driving the Tesla and it's on auto, so I am very aware of the road. I feel like podcasting and driving is actually much more safer because you're just talking. So anyways, I just don't really feel like a cop being like, what's happening there and pulling me over because that would be a disaster. Where was I? Oh, yes. We have a catalog of episodes that you can go back and listen to to truly get the OK Sis sisterhood vibe. Um, you can get the banter with my sister and I. We interview rad female guests. We usually go all over the place and uh, cover a spectrum of topics from serious to silly to uh, raw, vulnerable, real, hate all those three words. But here we are. Um, we kind of run the gamut. We run the gamut on the spectrum of life. So today, as previously stated, it is just me and I'm really excited. I feel like I get all the sisters to myself. I feel like I get to be in my energy and my energy only. Um, So yeah, what do I want to talk about today? I thought long and hard about this. Just kidding. I thought about for 30 seconds. I was like, what's coming up? What's, What's coming up for Scout today? And as I was opening the podcast app to put on a podcast to shower this morning, I was noticing that there was a lot of conversation and on my Instagram, specifically within the fashion industry, of Labor Day being this this marker of summer being over and fall coming into play. So the fashion trends are changing. People are whipping out their cardigans and their sweaters and their longer skirts. And there's talk of September being that transition month. And I wanted to talk about this. I wanted to talk about the transition from September to fall because I find that 
any chance you have to reflect on a season of your life ending and a new season starting, it's a great opportunity to take some inventory, reflect, and create new intentions for this next chapter. You can do this on a weekly basis. You can do this on a daily basis. You can do this on a monthly basis, on a seasonal basis, on a quarterly basis, on a yearly basis. But I find that the more times and the more opportunities we have to check in and take inventory and create new intentions, I find that our lives end up being better because we're more conscious. We're in the driver's seat. We're not just passively floating through and wondering why life is happening to us and not for us. So with all of this, I have a couple of thoughts. One, I was thinking about my intentions for the fall, but two, I just had some seasonal thoughts, right? So I'm a little confused, and this might just be Southern California. So sisters who are living in other states or countries, let me know. DM us at OKSIS Podcast. Let me know if this is also your experience. So it's very deceiving that September is, quote unquote, the start of fall. Because in Southern California, the warmest months are actually August and September. And so it's always confused me because June, we have June gloom, which people get very surprised that we have. Like people will come to vacation in San Diego in June and they're like, why is it gloomy? Every June, it's gloomy. And even we are confused. We're like, wait, why is it gloomy? We're like, oh, yeah, June gloom happens every year. When we have an ounce of a different weather, we're like, what's weather? Um, but it's always confused me because summer, the spirit of summer has always resided within the months of June, July, and August. When actually, from a weather standpoint, August and summer are our hottest months. Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie, like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans, and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once. The white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless designs. You can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Ever since having a baby, I've been extremely conscious about what I spend my money on and which products I use. And clothing is no different. I want my wardrobe to be sustainable, good quality, and timeless. 
You have to be talking about Whimsy and Roe, right? Whimsy and Roe is an LA-grown, eco-conscious brand born out of the love for cute, comfy, and classic styles. Every piece is made by women for women. Quality goods, local production, natural and organic fabrics. Yes, please give me all the linens. Just like OK Sister, Whimsy and Row is based on the idea that women are multidimensional. There's a balance of flirty feminine and minimal masculine in all of our wardrobes, and Whimsy and Row means exactly that. From special occasions to everyday effortless styles, their clothing is meant to mix and match and wear on repeat. I have been wearing their Kira pant in black linen probably three times a week. Sisters, if you've been listening to this podcast or following me on Instagram, you know that Whimsy and Rose Kira Pant in Black Linen is a sisterhood staple at this point. Founder Rachel Temko created the brand back in 2014 because she wanted to create an approachable and inclusive brand that cared for the people and the planet first. Get the full Whimsy experience IRL at their Venice location or shop online at whimsyandrow.com. Their store in Venice is so cute, I can attest. And if you're in LA, I highly recommend stopping by. They are always putting on these amazing community events. They just launched their spring summer collection and we will be living in it all summer long. Visit their website, whimsyandrow.com. That's W-H-I-M-S-Y-A-N-D-R-O-W.com and use code OKSISTER for 15% off. And so it always feels so strange, and I'm sure Southern California people can attest to this as well. Fall is such a, it, it, it feels like a season that we grasp onto through Uh, probably external objects like pumpkin spice lattes and pumpkins and Halloween, et cetera, or sweaters. But in reality, we're living in the hottest month of the year. And so there's this strange juxtaposition in the air of us feeling like summer is technically over, back to school, et cetera. Um, That energy is always very alive and prevalent post-Labor Day. But it's still so hot. And so September to me feels like a very strange month because we are looking to fall, but it's also like you're in a fucking heat wave mid-September and that's confusing. So I feel like the transition that I'm thinking of is going to be slow. I feel like there is an extra opportunity for those of us who live in this type of a climate for September to not be fall, but not be summer, but be this month where we get to rebirth ourselves. September is also such an interesting month because one, uh, it's my birthday in September, just side note, but two, I'm just realizing there's so many initiations of a new year happening within September. For example, uh, September is back to school. So parents who have children in school, obviously Lily's not in school yet. She's 10 months, Um, but eventually this will be my back to school season parents who have children in school or if you're listening to this and you're going to college right or even if you're in high school this is the back to school season it's it's the marker of another year in the Jewish religion September is our really truly our month of the high holidays we have our Jewish new year Rosh Hashanah in September and then when you look at fashion September is the huge month It's the September issue of Vogue, the biggest issue they have. Uh, New York Fashion Week is September, and I've always found September New York Fashion Week to be more exciting than Spring's uh, New York Fashion Week, which is interesting because Spring's New York Fashion Week showcases fall collections, and this month's New York Fashion Week, or just Fashion Week in general, Paris, Milan, etc., 
uh, showcases spring collections, and I always find fall collections to be a little bit more um, substantial than spring collections, personally. Um, but anyways, we have Fashion Week this month. So it's interesting that in a couple different industries, the academia world, the fashion world, the Jewish world, September really is this strange new year marking, even though it's at the end of our calendar year, which I find to be very interesting. So with that energy involved, I thought it would be a really good time to set some intentions going into September, going into the rest of the year, and going into this transition of seasons, this new school year, the new Jewish year, the new fashion year, pretty much, etc. So if you listened to the last episode, and if you listened all the way through, you know that at the end, I had a little bit of an emotional breakdown, and I spoke more candidly than I typically do, um, even though I am very known for speaking very candidly and vulnerably on this podcast. There was something about the subject matter at hand, which was my relationship to motherhood, and as it revolves within my purpose as a human being in this lifetime. Um, It felt a little bit more tender of a topic to talk about so openly and freely. I know you sisters, you know, might have picked up on the fact that I've had a couple uh, difficult few months. I know I've spoken about it. I've kind of hinted at it here or there over the last, you know, eight or so episodes. And last week I was a little bit more open um, and broke down emotionally around it. So I think that that was so healing for me. First of all, thank you so much to every sister who DM'd me and let me know that I'm not alone, that you do resonate with my feelings and that me sharing openly allowed you to feel comforted during a difficult time in your own life. So first of all, it always, it, I I don't know if it's, it's like, it brings me awe and it shocks me every time that when I speak my mind and really embody the the thoughts and communicate my my truest emotions and thoughts onto this podcast that I get met with such support because I think that no matter how much you put yourself out there no matter if you have a podcast or an Instagram or whatever it is that you're putting yourself out there there's always new levels of vulnerability that one sheds and especially within the digital content creation space while I aim to be as honest as possible here and less curated and less of a quote-unquote brand, there's always layers that feel too difficult to share and a little bit of that come out last week and the response from you guys was so supportive and I fucking love you so much. I was thinking back on that Mads and I have been doing OKSIS podcast for five years and how much this podcast has changed our life. Like, you guys changed our life. This podcast, I mean... I really want to talk to Mads about this because five years ago, Mads and I did not have the life that we have today. We didn't have the businesses that we have. We didn't have the network that we have. We didn't have these conversations. We didn't have the growth. We didn't have a sense of purpose. And our sense of purpose while we've gone off and, uh, you know, run other businesses and, and our brand, you know, Mads and I have separate business lives apart from OKSIS podcast. OKSIS podcast was the catalyst to all of the success and the personal development and the growth and the the assets quote unquote that Mads and I have now the businesses the brands the outlook the confidence and so if none of you listened like this wouldn't be a thing and so it's just really fucking cool to to think back on and how grateful I am and how much can really change in someone's life in five years I mean 
five years ago, I had just gotten married. And now today I run OKSIS podcast with my sister. We've never missed a Monday in five years. We've interviewed the most incredible women in the game. We have the best fucking sisterhood. I started Scott's agency. I bought a house. I got pregnant. I had Lily. Like I launched my book, The Emotional Entrepreneur. It's just crazy that when you are curious and you put yourself out there and you do things that light you up not that there's not a bajillion fucking challenges that come through and not that you know there wasn't about 300 times or more in the past five years that I wanted to quit but it's amazing what one little thing can do and hopping behind the mic was that for my sister and I so that's a side tangent don't know where I was before we're setting intentions yes so all of that is to say that it feels really timely for me because I go through a healing process where um, not that I keep it in, but I, I'm internally processing my emotions, etc. I'm talking to my coach, but there comes a point when I openly admit what I'm going through audibly, whether that's on this podcast, which was last week, whether it's to a friend, a coach, etc. And I just name a spade a spade and I say what I'm going through. And last week I was like, I am depressed. Like I'm in a depressive episode. And just that acceptance and that surrender and that admittance and then speaking it out loud to really to you guys yesterday, last week on the podcast and to some of my friends last week, it allowed me to be like, okay, this is what it is. This means I get to move through it now. And so now that Labor Day is here, I'm really looking at this as an opportunity to not necessarily reset because I still think there are parts of my emotional journey that need to come to the forefront and need to be explored. You know, I don't want to bypass the transition that I'm going through, but I think that it's such a great opportunity for me to sit and refresh my energy and think about, okay, I've been through a hard time and now it's time to move on and it's time to step up and it's time to stand up and get through and meet the new scout. So I thought it would be fun for us all to set some intentions for fall, even though it's very fucking hot outside. So here are my intentions going into fall. One, I want to, and I don't really exactly know if this is going to translate, but it's okay. Well, I guess I could say it this way. I want to feel creatively inspired. I think that I have given my whole self to business and personal development and mental health in the last five years. And that has been such a pleasant surprise for me because it's moved my life forward so much. But I have talked about in the past that to heal from my bipolar disorder, I put my creative side to the back burner. I pushed it aside. I was like, I will come back to that later when I am more emotionally capable. And now my soul is calling out to more creative things. I think I've been someone who's always been all in. And so when I was working on Scouts Agency, my business, I was just all in on business. And I got into this echo chamber on the internet of business owners and people who are talking about how to scale your business to seven figures and how to do this and how to do that. And I've just been sitting in an echo chamber like what what's happening and why is everyone saying the same thing to me and, and where is the originality and the creativity within my life? And so my intention for fall is to indulge in the practices and rituals and I'm not going to say the word content because I don't believe this is content, but in the art of things that once lit my soul up. What does that mean? That means reading Vogue magazine in my bed on a Saturday morning with a cup of coffee. That means reading novels, like fiction novels again. I'm reading, I'm rereading my favorite book, The Unbearable Lightness of Being by Milan Kundera right now. It means listening to music that makes me feel inspired. Van Morrison, The Rolling Stones. Uh, Bossa Nova, uh, Sergio Mendez, all of that stuff. It means looking at 
photos of architecture and interior design. I'm like saving so many beautiful photos of interiors on my Instagram and almost like a Pinterest Tumblr vibe and realizing that I have such a thirst for aesthetics and such a thirst for interiors and architecture. And just because I'm not in that space and I'm not in that industry doesn't mean that I don't get to fill my cup up with that and feast my eyes on some of the most beautiful works that men and women have created. So my intention with this fall is to tap into my creativity for creativity's sake, not to monetize, not to create a brand around it, not to be a brand, etc., but to really think about my my IRL life, like my real life and what's what's really bringing me joy on a daily basis that I don't necessarily need to share or talk about or have a part of my personal brand or have a part of my business. I can just be in that creative space. So there's that and thinking about Um, I subscribe to Vogue magazine, but I think I'm going to get Architectural Digest as well. And maybe my Saturday mornings and my Sunday mornings while Lily takes her first nap are really reserved for reading those magazines. I think that is used to be a huge part of my life. I was huge on magazines and being able to come home to that medium really feels great. So that's one of my intentions. My second intention is to prioritize my, my IRL life versus my digital business life. So thinking about what, for example, in, in, in the long term, in a long term way. So what I mean by that is when I'm making decisions around where I spend my time and my energy, I want those, that time and energy to go towards things that are going to move my real life forward, that's going to move my personal life forward, that's going to move my family forward, that's going to move my lifestyle forward versus is this going to get me more followers or is this going to make me more money in my business today? I want to think so much more about the long term in a way of not how much notoriety can I gain on the internet or how big can I get my business to look from an outside perspective. But what decisions can I make today that are going to propel my actual life forward within five years? So my intention this fall is to stop thinking about the short term, stop thinking about the way things look on the outside and make decisions and root back into my five-year plan for my actual life, for my personal life, for being a mom with Lily, for Lily's life, for Lily's childhood, for my husband and my life, for the vacations we want to take. That's really a mindset shift that I'm going through. And my third intention for this fall is to be in the energy of building a grounded foundation. So I've recognized and known, and you guys know too, that I live with bipolar disorder and I'm starting to see the ways that my hypomania has has taken me for a ride within my business. I get very passionate and excited and manic and I'm like, let's fucking go, you know? And that's been really fun and it's it's burnt me out and it's sent me chasing that high over and over again. And I don't want to you know, I think this is my next level of healing within bipolar disorder. I don't want my business to be this ping pong match going between highs and lows, highs and lows, because that's what my life has been my whole life. And so obviously that's kind of how I've mirrored it in businesses historically and very, you know, well known to be an adventure of high highs and low lows. And within my bipolar disorder, that's comfortable. But because it's so comfortable, I can sometimes 
uh, amplify the highs and the lows even more so than they need to be. So my intention this fall is to come back to middle ground. How can I just stay grounded? I don't need to be so freaking excited and passionate and I don't need to be so low and anxious. I can just be grounded and confident. So that is another one of my intentions. And I suppose my fourth intention for fall moving into this transition is to become even more me, to strip away my wants and desires that are based in ego or other people's projections or what I see on Instagram, which is very difficult, and to continue to peel back the layers of what is my aesthetic, what is my point of view, what are my emotions, what do I really want without the consistent noise and influence of others and of society. So it's a coming home to myself and not just a coming home to myself is my intention for fall, but unearthing this next version of myself, this next scout who has just been through a death cycle, who is in her rebirth cycle as a mom and an entrepreneur and a wife. And as I enter this next level of my life in this next phase, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to, to really meet that scout, but to not paint her or urge her to be something else because I was scrolling on Instagram and saw someone and I'm like, okay, I should do that or I should look like that or I should get that or I should live up to this, etc. My intention for fall is to meet me, to unearth who I am and to bring her forward as much as I can. So I urge you sisters to sit down, make a couple intentions, a couple of intentions for fall see what comes through, reflect on this past season of your life and see as you move through September into October into the next season, how you also want to either A, come home to yourself or B, express yourself more fully or C, work on something that you've always wanted to work on. I love you sisters so much. If this episode fueled your heart and soul and mind and all the things, I'd love it if you would rate us five stars, leave us a review, share on Instagram, tag us, all the things. It truly makes our day when this happens because we've said it before and I'll say it again. I'm literally recording this on a mic. I'm thinking of you sisters, but it's so nice to actually put faces to the people listening and to see you guys interacting with OKSIS podcast. So. I love you and we will see you next Monday with Mads. Hey there, I'm Dr. Tracy Dalgleish, clinical psychologist and couples therapist. If there's one thing I know from both my personal and clinical experience, it's that we are really good at comparing ourselves to others. We tend to get stuck in the unhelpful narratives that play on repeat in our minds, and we struggle to set boundaries and create healthy love. Each week, I bring you clinical knowledge and evidence-based research, experiences of sitting in the therapist chair, and being a wife, mother, and business owner to talk about everyday issues we all face to help you you change the dialogue in your life. Tune in every Thursday to I'm Not Your Shrink wherever you listen to podcasts. While I'm not your shrink, I am still human and I'm excited for us to be in our vulnerability and humanness together.